Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast, a series of healthy conversations with inspiring hustlers. I'm your happy host, Madeline Carafa, self-proclaimed health enthusiast and full-time hustler. Through storytelling, I combined health, well-being and business with a fresh perspective to share the stories of some of the most influential and inspiring hustlers. Whether you're looking for an engaging and easy to digest pep talk or a boost of healthy enthusiasm to fuel your health and wellness goals, the Healthy Hustlers podcast is your go-to for kicking butt in work and play. It is no wonder today's guest has been one of the most highly requested guests to date. She's extremely graceful, kind beyond words, and an absolute wealth of knowledge. And in celebration of Mother's Day this weekend, I could not think of a more fitting guest to chat to. With a bio that includes model, media personality, author, business owner, brand ambassador, and mama, there is no questioning why Rachel Finch is one of the most sought-after personalities in our country. Taking the nation by storm back in 2009 when she represented our country in Miss Universe, Rachel has continued to pave an almighty path to success. Welcoming me into her Sydney home, Rachel's energy and warmth is indescribably beautiful. This soulful chat left my heart so full and happy, and I really hope it leaves you feeling exactly the same way too. Introducing Australia's newest feel-good place for all things health, beauty and wellness. Beautifullyhealthy.com.au is here, your new must-go-to shop for all your health, beauty and wellness needs. Rachel, hello. (laughs) Welcome to the Healthy Hustlers. Thank you. Welcome to my home. It's such a treat for you. Thank you for coming over. No, I really um, appreciate sharing a glass glass of water and some tea and coffee. Yes, no, it's um, beautiful. Thank you for welcoming me into your home. My pleasure. And now we've got our technical issues sorted. (laughs) 44 episodes in, and um, I'm still having tech issues. It's not always smooth sailing. Just roll with the punches. (laughs) Yeah. So, no, thank you so much for your time today. I'm super duper excited to chat to you. You've my been pleasure. on my dream list for a while now, so Aww. it's good to give that one a big Aww. red tick. Thank <laughs> you. So I like starting the conversations by finding out something about the guests that people mm. might not necessarily know. I think especially in a world now where social media is so dominant in our lives and mm. um, especially with yourself being in the media quite a lot, people probably generally try to think that they know a lot about you, but I'm sure there's so <laughs> much more to Rachel Finch that we don't know about. Yeah. So. What is something that people don't necessarily know? Yeah, it's funny because we obviously, as you said, social, we cover so much on social and I am quite open about everything. But something that I haven't really spoken about is when I was younger, I had a dream. My goal was to actually compete at the Olympics. So (laughs) I competed in athletics from, my mum says she can remember me running down the athletics track with nappies on. (laughs) So I was about three and I competed until I was about 15, 16 and very serious, you know, 200 metres long jump and I was really wanting to, you know, take that and pursue that and um, compete at the Olympic Games for long jump. But then it was when I was 15 and a half that I was approached in an airport by a gentleman asking me to enter his local modelling competition and I thought, I remember looking down at my body at that point in time going like I had bruises, scratches, two grazes on my hips from where I just dive in a touch footy carnival. Yeah. Active uh, kids lifestyle. Yeah, Townsville, North Queensland. Yeah, I'm like, it. you got to be kidding me, mate. Like, <laughs> Are you sure you've asked the right <laughs> And I'm thinking how long, how long would these grass um, burns, how long would it take for these to go away? But I thought, you know what? Why not? Took the entry form, got the outfits, ran around town with mum, decided to enter first catwalk experience, first high heels and dress experience. Oh, my goodness. And funnily enough, I was lucky enough to win that actual competition. From there I got a contract with an agency in Brisbane. My brother lived there at the time so I spent some time there working and living with him and working and then before I knew it I was – traveling overseas, living in Singapore, Germany, New York, London, and just traveling the world, building my book, working as a model, going, 
Okay, I'm not going to the <laughs> Those dreams quickly went out the window. It was so funny. Oh my goodness. I had the funniest visual of you literally running down the track in diapers. That is so <laughs> Isn't it hilarious? Like so good. And I think because I grew up in Townsville, which was very much outdoor focused. So mm-hmm. I I did all the sports under the sun at school. Yes. I played netball, I tried volleyball, I did cross country, swimming, touch football. Um, but I've really loved athletics and I did it from such a young oh, wow. age and mum just straight away got me into everything. Yeah. So Oh, that is so good. I feel like it's a definitely a country thing as well. Like mm. there's they're very big sporting communities. If it's with football clubs or rugby clubs or athletics clubs, it's a very much that community feel and spirit. Exactly. And um yeah, you definitely we were in athletics from a really young age. I was definitely not as talented as oh, you had it. Well, but it was, you know, the bright yellow. We had those ugly bright yellow T-shirts with like black writing oh, on them. I oh, see yeah. photos now. I'm like, that's the ugliest uniform ever. Yeah, purple thinking. purple bum shorts yeah. and all sorts of like unusual cuts. It was just I very, very um, funny looking back at all the pictures, that's for sure. <laughs> well, you never know. Maybe in another life you'll end up at the Olympics or one of your kids might. You don't well, know. <laughs> I did and that was the funny thing. Last year I got to report on the Winter Olympics for I Channel 7. going to say, in- I swear I've seen you do some, some sort of sport. Because you, you do a bit yeah. of sport, don't you? I do I, the tennis. Well, when Seven had the rights to the tennis, I yes. do the tennis. Okay. I do a lot of the horse racing and the brown low, but I got to uh, report on the Winter Olympics, even oh, though it was winter. Amazing. Phenomenal, you know, yeah. getting to stand at the bottom of the aerials or, you know, the bottom of the half pipe and just watch these competitors, you know, That's tackle insane. these incredible obstacles mm. was just surreal. That is, it's so funny, isn't it? Sometimes with like, I guess your dreams or those things that you manifest that you might not even realize. Mm. And then looking back on your life and the experiences and you kind of think, oh, I kind of actually dreamt of that. Or, Mm. you know, I manifested that, but not to the exact point of, you know, you still ended up at the Olympics. Exactly. It it totally comes full circle. Yeah, it's really funny. It's interesting because it's exactly how I feel like my journey and my career has turned out. So I started with sport. I started Mm -hmm. with competing. It was very much all about body mechanics, understanding food for fuel. Mm -hmm. Then I moved into modeling, which is very much about my body and Mm -hmm. fashion and all of that. But then after a period of my modeling career, I then went back to my roots and thought if money wasn't an issue and we had all the money in the world, what then would I do with Mm -hmm. my time? That's the question I'm always always asking myself, like what is the one thing that I would love to do Mm -hmm. if nothing was an issue? And it is health and wellness. And like I thrive getting out of bed, feeling amazing. Mm-hmm. I love the goosebumps. I love the tingly sensations. I love the post-workout feel. I love eating something that and that, that just fuels me with energy. Mm-hmm. I like that feeling of clarity in my head. I love the feeling after a meditation session and you're just like, wow, the world is amazing. <laughs> I feel so calm. <laughs> I just, yeah. I thrive on all of that and I love then sharing that with the rest mm-hmm. of the world. It has come full circle for me and there's nothing more fulfilling than waking up, especially to our community of online women for the program or through the apparel range when they say, tried one of your workouts, I feel so good today, or I've been suffering with X, Y, or Z. I've been following, you know, the program for three Mm. or four months now and I just feel I'm a different person. I went and brought a bikini for myself. I have confidence. My kids are looking up to me differently. My husband and I have rekindled and made up for, you know, lost time. That to me gives me so much substance and meaning in life and it's exactly why we do what we do. But on top of that, it's the passion for just feeling amazing, Mm -hmm. you know. And that's what I feel like some people almost – don't know how good they can feel Mm. until they almost drop the guilt and give themselves that space or that okay to sign up to a program or to, you know, get up earlier and invest in their health and well-being. And the feeling, it's just this like flow and effect. And it's, I always say to people with health, like, don't try and just change your whole world Mm. in an instant. Like, that's why when people say to me, oh, I'm going on a health kicker, I'm doing this. I'm like, I feel like sometimes you set yourself up for failure a little Mm. bit in the like, just all at once. I'm like, mm. let it be a gradual thing. Sign up to a program, start having more water every day, like do these little healthy hacks, 
that you then just start feeling so good in yourself exactly. that you want to continue to do it more and more and more and more. Exactly. And you get to the point then where it's a really healthy almost obsession of like in yeah. a way of life of yes. enjoying. So yeah. you definitely can't like the saying, you can't plant a seed today expecting to eat the fruit yes. tomorrow. You know, so it's true. that longevity approach. Mm-hmm. It's the right nourishment. It's the right amount of sunlight. It's the right balance of ingredients and nourishment to enable you to thrive to the mm-hmm. best of your ability. But along the way, you're going to discover this amazing person yes. that is living inside of you that just needs mm-hmm. a little help along the way yeah, to actually sprout. Yes. Um, and it's amazing when the body is always working in our favour. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not for one second going, oh, I'm going to work against Rachel today and, uh, yeah, let's just all put our defences up and (laughs) and just be mean and rude and and not help her. No, it's always Mm. detoxing, nourishing, assimilating, digesting. It's always working to try and make us better and get Mm -hmm. us in balance. Definitely. So it's our job then to support that with the right food, Mm -hmm. with the right sunlight, with Mm -hmm. the right water, with the right chemicals that we're putting on our body or lack of, with the right amount of movement, with the right mindfulness activities. So I just think of it as like this big circle of life, like a big pizza and trying to keep everything as in balance as possible. One slice is the community focus. One slice is Friends, have when was the last time you got out with a girlfriend mm. and had that amazing catch up? You know that soulful chat, yeah. like what I'll get you from you today. Like, I love that. <laughs> oh no, you absolutely have to have them. So They're so important. key. When, Definitely. When was the last time that you took the time out just to spend some alone mm-hmm. time and absolutely. have a massage or go to a spa or have yes. you know some nourishment? All of these things come into play. It's mm-hmm. not just I'm going to drink green smoothies every day Absolutely. for six weeks and I'm going to lose weight mm-hmm. or I'm going to work out seven days a week yeah. or you can't expect to be that best version of yourself if something is constantly out of balance. Mm-hmm. I've spent kind of the last 12 years trying to teach myself how do I get back in tune with my body? Yeah. What is it that makes me feel good long-term, mm-hmm. not just today, not just tomorrow until the weekend, yeah. but I want to be able to sustain this energy until I'm 70, mm-hmm. 80, 90, and 100 plus. What do I need to do now in my life in order to let that energy mm-hmm. and vitality flow moving forward? I love that approach so much, honestly, and I think it's so – I often have this conversation with my dad because he'll <laughs> – I do too. Yeah. dad's awesome. I know. And D- God bless the jokes. <laughs> yeah. Minus the horrid jokes. <laughs> and it's so funny because I guess, you know, this whole world, this holistic approach to health is probably a little bit different or new to them. And and my dad actually called me last night and was like, oh, I'm just walking to the little outside gym. He goes to this little, you know, those like a little park gym it's things. Yeah, it's so cute. So he goes after work every day and does his little workout. And yeah. he just sounded so happy and like he works in quite a stress. He's got a stressful business. So he's always on the phone and yeah. um, dealing with tradies and stuff, but he just sounded so happy. And he's like, yeah, I do it every night just to calm my mind. And oh. it's really interesting because he said he'd read my like healthy bedtime hacks that I'd posted on Instagram. And he's like, oh, I went and bought myself an essential oil today to go to bed. And I was like, <laughs> but it's really funny because we have this conversation where a lot of the time it's about, you know, my nan who she's still alive, she's 95. Mm. And, you know, she's grown up in that well, they grew up where it's just like you eat what you can afford, basically. Yeah. it's It definitely wasn't about health or mm. anything like that. And we often try to understand like, wow, how has she maintained like mm. such a – she's so with it mentally. Mm. And I often say to dad, but she's always been around, you know, young people and had these really mm. fruitful relationships of, you know – her best friend's like 60 and she's like 95 and, you know, so many grandkids around. And I'm like, that all just has such an impact on your health as Mm, well. Yeah. Allowing those things in your life Mm. to continue to keep you happy and healthy and to wanting to be here. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. But I think like on what you said, I always think about 
Well, one as my myself as my best friend, like how would I treat her? I would want to nourish her. And I would want to make sure she's always happy and feeling good. And and the other approach of, you know, our body is the only place we have to live. So if we want to be here forever, like exactly. we've only got one place to do it. So exactly. it is definitely a long, long picture, a long-term thing. Long-term so, approach. And absolutely, you know, we'll be honest. Where how old? Thirty? I am. I'll be thirty in June. Oh, amazing! Yeah. So very young, very young, young yeah. mama. Yeah. Um, uh, I feel bad giving you five years there. <laughs> I usually get asked for ID, so that was mature. nice. <laughs> like considering you've got everything happening, I was like, was she nice. must I'll be <laughs> must be thirty-five. Um, so basically, it's not attractive to think about what we're going to look mm-hmm. like or feel like or how we're going to be thinking at 80 or 90 mm-hmm. years now, from yeah. now. But the, the fact of the matter is we are going to get there. Mm-hmm. And if you look at all of the blue zones in the world, yes. you know, Japan, the places that have the oldest living people, mm-hmm. they all have very similar characteristics and attributes in the area. And it's definitely what you were saying first about community. Mm-hmm. They're all very much focused on They spend a lot of time outside of their house talking to people, you know, rubbing shoulders with people and feeling an interaction or a connection Mm -hmm. with people. They all eat local produce. They all eat from the land. Whether it be, it may be rice and fish in one country or it may be beef and vegetables in another country. It may be pasta in another country. The fact Mm -hmm. of the matter is it's all local and it's grown organically and it's fresh. But all of these aspects are so many different components that make up these areas but a big one was community and it's about for me just going back to simplicity yes like that's why our grandmas or not all grandmas but a lot of we, we always tend to go just like grandma did it yeah just it. it's because it was simple mm-hmm. it wasn't over thought mm-hmm. I think it's sometimes too easy to even take a recipe and just confuse it with so many superfoods and sometimes it's just easier just to go back to basics Mm. and that goes with all aspects of life, not just our food, our Mm. thinking process, our movement, our relationships. Let's just keep everything as simple and (laughs) stress-free as possible because what's that doing? That's creating less oxidation and stress on Mm -hmm. the body. I'm trying my hardest, especially now in my life, I'm trying my hardest to slow things down. Whereas my old way of thinking was, how do I speed things up? How do I keep my metabolism burning? I've got to eat more meals. I've got to exercise more. I've got to, I've got to fit more in in the day. Now I'm switching it. I'm going, I want to create more white space in my calendar. Yeah. I want to try and eat I, obviously I want, I love food, but I don't need to be eating all the time. Mm-hmm. Fasting is great for the body to clean mm-hmm. itself. I don't want to be exercising seven days a week. I want to be exercising when my body is ready for it and when I feel good. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? To be honest, that was a huge part of wanting to start the Healthy Hustlers was mm. as a society I felt like we got really obsessed with this busy being like mm. a badge of honour and it was always like, oh, well, if I'm not busy, I'm, I'm not succeeding or I'm not successful, I'm not chasing my dreams. And yeah. I found the older I was getting, the more, and you would probably know this growing up in a in a smaller town where you do, life is a bit more simpler. Mm. Um, I kind of started resorting back to all of those things of my childhood, like wanting to be by the beach and like, you know, going for long walks and not necessarily even breaking a sweat just because yeah. it made me feel good exactly. and like you know having the fresh air and I'm like all of a sudden we've there's just been this shift of like you know in our generation of we have to be as busy as possible mm. and be doing as much as possible to be you know while we're still trying to be healthy and be mums or you know have a side hustle and all of this mm. crazy stuff instead of just yeah simple is sometimes best exactly and and, and don't get me wrong we definitely shouldn't deny that that is okay for some people. Oh, absolutely. That's what they love. Definitely. Like my husband is exactly like mm-hmm. that. He is, that's where he gets his energy and mm-hmm. his happiness from. My husband's the same. From it's go, 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 <laughs> achieving. And he sits up until midnight listening to Bitcoin <laughs> podcasts. And I'm just like, man, I've got to go to bed. Um, I'm in bed at eight and he comes into bed at midnight and then we oh both get goodness. up with the kids at six. Like, wow. it's just this and some people funny... can do it. Absolutely agree. Yeah. yeah that definitely. You just got to find your little niche, yes. your little sweet spot mm-hmm. that works well with your mind and body. Definitely. And this is why I'm so passionate about 
this thing, the bio-individuality where one size does not fit all. One person's food is another person's poison. Mm -hmm. So just ensuring that take every bit of information Mm -hmm. with a grain of salt. Is that the same? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because just because especially do this, paleo, keto, It's you so know, overwhelming, isn't it? It's just too overwhelming. Absolutely. And, you know, your body type may not thrive Definitely. on that. Well, so. that's, I've actually was trialing plant based a little bit before yeah. I got pregnant. And yeah, like love, I'm obsessed with vegetables. I could eat them every single meal. But as a whole diet, it just, it didn't work for me. I was like so tired. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I need to eat red meat. Like, and so I just have to figure out a way to do that in a way that's, comfortable with me that I feel okay to be purchasing that and to be supporting that in a way so it is it's just fine it's taking I think inspiration from what you can if it's Mm. online or whatever but just Mm. really figuring out what works for you exactly taking inspiration but you've just got to learn to you've got to be willing to invest the time in discovering what works for you Mm -hmm. whether that be things like the elimination diet taking things out finding what's working with your body choosing to dedicate a specific chunk of time for for a longer period of time to meditate every day to see the effects and see if it's for you and see mm-hmm. what what comes of that just learning how to get in tune breathing every day taking mm-hmm. time to like conscious breathing not just I'm breathing because I'm taking a breath yeah. at the middle of my sentence actually paying attention to <laughs> actually the fact that you're breathing yeah and Definitely. just really going what do I need to do to get in tune with my body to then see and discover what it needs on a daily basis to mm-hmm. thrive to then ultimately uh, enable me to live a long, happy life. Yes. And so, yeah, that's that's definitely my theory and really always has been. So, so <laughs> on your like healthy habits, what would be a few things that are kind of non-negotiables for you or that you definitely couldn't live without if it's when you're at home in your normal routine or while you're traveling, like, do you have some things that are just absolute non-negotiables? Yes. I love my morning stroll, whether it be five or 50 minutes. Yes. Um, so for me, you know, we've laid in bed for, you know, 10 hours, eight, nine, 10 hours and getting up and getting outside and getting in the fresh air has been a must for me. Mm-hmm. When I wake, I always drink a big glass of filtered water to be honest, we could be sitting here forever listing yeah. everything, but like I love to get a bit of sunshine throughout the yes. day at some point. Mm-hmm. I prioritise so that I get into bed and make sure I have enough sleep in the evening. For me, I've made those things a routine. Yes. So I've got a lot of non-negotiables, but they just so happen to be a part of my lifestyle. Yeah. So we've got the routine in the house where the kids wake up at six, we have some morning cuddles, I come downstairs, I have my water, Michael's downstairs with me, my husband, I'll go out and walk Simba, that's my fresh air, or I'll put Dom in the pram and take him with me. I'll come back, we'll have our coffee, our breakfast, we'll start the day. The kids go off to work, um, to work, to school and daycare, <laughs> and then we start either our work or our workouts. And it's just the flow and the rhythm of, just of how we've chosen. Yes, yeah, definitely. And those things do, they just start to fall in place, mm. don't they? And they almost you almost don't even think about it. It's just such a natural rhythm to get up and to do that and to behave like that. For me now, you know, seven o'clock comes and I feel my eyes are getting tired from whether it's my laptop that I'm on or my phone. So I choose to turn my technology off and Mm -hmm. divert my attention to something else. Like even if it's a simple mundane task, like folding the washing or putting away (laughs) dishes or I'm trying to stop my brain watching and being activated by technology so that I can get ready for bed. Mm -hmm. And if I happen like a Saturday night, we happen to watch Netflix or whatever, love a good Saturday night couch with Netflix. (laughs) But I know when I get into bed that evening, it takes me a while to wind Mm -hmm. down. Like I'm lying there and my eyes are a bit fluttery and – I can feel that effect that that technology has had on my body from looking at it so Mm -hmm. late. So I just naturally try and put all these measures in place that, like you said, have become second nature. Yes. Mm. So I'd like to dive into your career a little bit because I'm not going to lie, reading your bio (laughs) is very overwhelming. (laughs) 
I've just achieved so much in, you know, such a short career, really. It's, is it 10 years since you would have been Miss Universe Australia? Yeah, that was 2009. So yeah, Yeah. 10 years. Does that feel like a long time ago to you? It does, but it doesn't. Like, it is from a time perspective. Like, Misha and I have always, have almost been together for 10 years, but we were talking about this early in the kitchen. I feel like I have tried to ensure that every moment has been very mindful and mm-hmm. I've made the most of each moment. So yes. I've tried my best, even though, yes, you look back and go far out, it's flown. I always try to enjoy and be present in the mm-hmm. moment so that I can take this visual memory and snapshot and go, love this moment, so grateful. Okay, now we're moving on. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> this is evolving. So going back to 2009 when mm. you did originally win the title of Miss Universe Australia, yeah. how would you say that winning a title like that kind mm. of helped to pave your path a little bit? Yeah, hugely. It's a massive platform to be mm-hmm. able to launch yourself into a career that has a voice or has an opinion. Yes. Um, And that for me was a really important aspect to my career because Mm -hmm. prior to I was modelling and travelling the world, as I told you, but I think the Miss Universe competition was just a crucial platform to enable me to do more things from a media perspective. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I wanted to do something in the health and wellness space and I saw the Miss Universe competition as a fabulous opportunity to be able to marry the two, be able to connect with a wider audience Mm -hmm. and hopefully inspire a larger group of people. Yeah, it's been phenomenal. Like the competition was one of the most intense things I've ever done. Definitely not like what everyone thinks it is, cat fights and <laughs> miscongeniality. Yeah, or hairspray on <laughs> toddlers you know, and tiaras. <laughs> hairspray and eyes and whatnot. It was incredible. You know, yeah, I met okay. every every day at breakfast for three weeks I had caught up with a, a girl from a different country. You know, I've got some long lasting relationships Amazing. that I that I met I had nine years ago, ten years ago with them. And it really, I guess, just helped my self-development and self-confidence. It's just a phenomenal experience that opened my eyes to a lot in Mm -hmm. this industry. So, Yeah, that is so good. And I guess, you know, it has really helped you pave a path. So Mm. after that, you did transition a bit more heavily into media Mm. and you're the face or one of the lead presenters for Channel 7 now. Yeah. Also an ambassador for Myers. Yes. An author, a business owner (laughs) and a mama, the list goes on. Yeah. How did you navigate that from, I guess, being known as a model to now being, you know, one of the top presenters in Australia and and being able to write your own books and have your own own online programs? Yeah, it's funny because I still sometimes, I still at events or wherever it might be, I'll still be introduced as Rachel Finch model. And there is still that attachment of that model. And it's not that it's a bad thing. It's definitely where I've come from. But it's been an interesting journey. I think for me... It has been a natural evolution. Yes. You know, I definitely started with modelling. I definitely entered the Miss Universe competition and started working in the media, but I've always chosen projects based upon what I really believed in Mm -hmm. and what I wanted to do long term. For example, Instagram, I don't tend to do one-off sponsored posts or those types of things because I value much more promoting and showing and inspiring people with things that I'm genuinely using and things that I believe in Mm long-term. And that's always been my approach. And I've thought, what do I use? What do I want to do? What is going to help other people? And what what do I believe will help other people? So that's always been my approach. And the things that I've chosen to do with Channel 7 and my work in different lifestyle and sporting shows and now the house of wellness the body program that we launched my active wear um, we're launching a couple of more products in july which is super Ooh, exciting, so exciting. <laughs> um, and you know all of these things are just based upon a natural evolution for me and i feel if you don't have passion behind what you're doing mm-hmm. and you know, you go back to that question, if you had all the money in the world, yes. what would you do with your time? And it's not one of those things, then I don't think you should be doing it mm-hmm. because you're going to be constantly waking up, having to force yourself into this unnatural environment that mm-hmm. will not 
inspire you and not give you that creative, joyful output that you deserve in your work. We'll be right back after this healthy break. Beautifully healthy, an exciting destination for online shoppers who are passionate about their health and beauty. As an online health, beauty and wellness community, you'll benefit from the range of relevant on-trend brands at affordable prices, personalized offers, gifts, specials, and rewards. You'll also have access to rich content and easy to navigate web pages to make your shopping experience simple and easy. It's the feel-good place for all your health, beauty, and wellness needs. So hustle your way to beautifullyhealthy.com.au and register. That's all you need to do to receive a $20 gift voucher. I think that's such good advice no matter what anyone is doing. Exactly. Whatever their industries or their passions are, listening to this podcast, you can take something from that. And, you know, I'm sitting here with you right now and you're drinking a Twining's tea, which (laughs) you're the face of. Very, very (laughs) So, no, but it's just so you never want to see, I guess, someone spruiking a product that and then you see them two weeks later spruiking another one. It's in the same category. And sometimes I think, you know, with Instagram, yeah, these days, and I totally understand that people need to pay their bills and all of that, but it does. I think you can always tell when someone's very authentic and real about something Mm. and they use it. And that's something that you've always continued to do. And so obviously why you make such an incredible ambassador for so many brands. Um, (laughs) But I'd love to chat a little bit more about BOD and Mm. um, Body by Finch. So very exciting project that you've launched yourself. Yes. What was, you know, you've obviously talked a lot about your health and your inspiration behind why you do what you do, Mm. but what was the actual moment of realising that you needed to do a program yourself that you owned and that you had ownership over Mm. rather than just putting your your name or your face to someone else's, you Mm. know, online program? It was a bit of a mix of a couple of things. Firstly, it was meeting my husband and we shared the same values and passions behind behind what we wanted to do. So the first thing we did as a couple was opened a dance school and it was here in Sydney, tiny little place. We had ballet classes, we had Latin classes. I was in charge of changing the bins and <laughs> checking everyone in. <laughs> it was amazing. And from there we started to grow so we needed a second space. So we got a bigger studio. And then we actually opened a third one and we thought, we want to be able to grow and expand and reach a bigger audience. What is, how do we do that? Mm-hmm. And that was the online space. Yes. Let's put this and our passion for health, wellness, nutrition, mm-hmm. mindfulness and movement in an online program. So that's when we started Body by Finch. And it actually started as Body of Dance, which was a dance-based platform. So we launched with a dance-based program. Yeah, I thought program. I remember because all of your photos, you're like, yeah, arena and all, yeah. yeah, I remember so, that. And we just noticed as with business and you mm-hmm. start to learn and grow and, and see, evolve. get the feedback from customers, it's always been our driving force through the you know f- future projections and what we want to do moving forward is always feedback and we're always asking our people what do you love what do you don't what do you mm-hmm. don't love what do you don't love what don't you <laughs> what love, don't you love? <laughs> what do you what do you <laughs> yeah so we launched with body of dance and we just noticed that the dance was quite niche and mm-hmm. people I think were a little bit turned off and scared you know oh I don't want to learn how to dance nah and it can be especially at an older age it can be yeah very daunting if you haven't done it I even know for my wedding I did a dance and I was like oh that was really scary exactly it is it's so kind of intimidating a little bit yes until you really get to know it absolutely um you've got to feel comfortable to really get into it and find get the results from it yes so that's when we went back to the drawing board and said okay so we've got all the dance but how can we make this more enjoyable and more mainstream and more accepted by everyone so that's when we put our hit sessions in, put our Pilates, put our yoga. Mm-hmm. And it was just straight away people loved it and it's just grown ever since. Because so, you've got people like overseas now, a lot of yep, American audience yep. now as well, we've got you? all We've got London, we've got Ireland, we've oh got – funnily, Ireland is quite popular. We've got the UK, we've got, uh, yeah, US um, and India as well, which is oh interesting. Oh, my goodness, that is incredible. So, yeah. Is that still quite surreal to look at that and think that you're – impacting these people across the other side of the world's lives. Absolutely. It is honestly 
those goosebump moments, mm, you know, especially definitely. when we've got our Facebook community group and we open it up and check in every morning and you'll see someone in, in another country going, hello from, you know, Japan, I'm just um, having my morning cup on you going, what the oh hell? <laughs> what are you doing over there, mate? <laughs> it's amazing. It's so funny. It, yeah, it's seriously oh. so serious. I even know with the podcast, like when I – start to look at the audiences and there's yes. like people in Russia listening and I'm like, what are you doing listening in Russia? It's it's <laughs> incredible. People. Yeah, it's so crazy when you kind of start to realise that I think that's a power tool of having things online and with social mm. media that you can have this, this bigger impact or this bigger effect really on people. Absolutely. But I think the biggest thing to remember despite that happening is – Never trying to create content or drive what you're doing from a creative or professional perspective based upon your audience. For me, it's always been what are my core values Mm -hmm. and going back to what I was saying before about the customer feedback, of course that's important and that's different to what I'm saying here, customer feedback in terms of how the product's working, what's the functionality Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. What are they liking? What are they not liking? But the core values behind you as a person and the message that you're trying to promote and portray that always needs to remain very strong and true and at your core. Because if if your message or your value is being driven by your external factors, it will never really be as strong mm-hmm. as it should. Yes, and no, I totally agree. You know what I mean? Like Definitely. when as as you're growing as a podcast. My opinion is you should always be thinking, what do I, who do I want to talk to? Who do, yes. who do the healthy hustlers want to interview? Mm-hmm. What is our message? Yeah. Because that will be the unique driving force beyond everyone else in, in the game. Definitely. And it's what keeps you going as well. Like if you value something, if it's your, your core belief, then Absolutely. it's going to keep you driving even through the tougher times because, you know, like anything, I'm sure you have a few days a week or, you know, mm. every so often where it's like there's technical issues or there's things going wrong or your product hasn't arrived and it's like it can get easy to kind of get bogged down in things. But if, yes. you're, if you're coming from a place that you value and you know why you're doing what you're doing, so true. it allows that to not be so hard, I guess. Or, you know, yeah. like you, you can move past that quicker because you know why you're doing what you're doing. It's not like, oh, I'm doing this because it could be a cool business and it could make me heaps of money or something like that. It's coming from a place that you really exactly. you love and you value and exactly. you, you know why you're trying to get there. Exactly. And it's um, you. It's your project. Absolutely. And go for it. You know, it's yep. if you've got a passion about on something or you feel you've got a fabulous idea or you love doing something and creating or crafting with your hands, go for it. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It's amazing. I know. <laughs> you can seriously do anything these days, I believe. Exactly. <laughs> so you did um, decide to take your health and nutrition to the next level and yeah. signed up to be a health coach. Mm-hmm. So you studied that. How long ago did you do that, the health coaching? That was when I was pregnant with Violet. So oh, six wow. and a half years ago now. So okay. I, was, I knew I was going to have a phase in my life where I was – coming to the end of pregnancy, I was just about to give birth, have this newborn, what the hell do I do with my time <laughs> aside from look after a newborn? Oh, so funny. I'll study health coaching. Because oh, I was going to say like, you know, with obviously such a successful career and so much on your plate, what was the decision? Why did you decide? But obviously you felt like you had a bit of time to be able to it give was, to that. It was the time, of course. Well, that's one thing, but it was definitely because I was interested mm-hmm. like you. Yes. I just, I love learning about what's going to help me become better, become stronger, become happier. It just felt like a natural evolution. I just looked at the course and I thought, yes, yes, yes. Of course I want to learn. Of course I want to see what foods. Yeah, sign me up. (laughs) Where do I sign? (laughs) It was just great. And I went through a period in my life at the end of my modelling where I was way too strict on mm-hmm. my diet and my exercise. Yes. And I got to a point where I lost my menstrual cycle for around two years. So something Crazy. so natural for the body was just yeah. not happening for so long. You know, I was tired, moody, anxious all the time. I would go to bed at seven and wake up at seven, you know, 12 hours of sleep, and I would still be exhausted. Mm-hmm. You know, I would starve myself and then binge eat and it was just vicious cycle of just like over exercising, mm-hmm. under eating, malnourished, like it was just a horrible place to be in. Mm-hmm. Because I thought 
that was what I needed to look like in order to book jobs yes. in my industry. Okay. And so I was just constantly on this like cycle of overwhelm and tiredness. And I just woke up one day and I thought, I'm tired of being tired. Yeah. <laughs> and I just decided to make a change. So this you know? was well before Violet though, wasn't it? Yes. That, yeah. yeah. Okay. So but that was- through my journey of getting better and learning more about my body, mm-hmm. that's when um, – so I was pregnant with Violet at 23, okay. which is quite young. Well, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I lost my me- my periods around 18, 18 okay. and 19. Mm-hmm. So a few years later – obviously got them back and got my cycle back in order and then just wanted to keep expanding on that information and that knowledge yeah and have that have that there just to to know and so what impact has it had as well you know you're a mother now and you're providing for a family what impact has that course or that knowledge had on your overall family's health and well-being a profound impact it's amazing how a holistic approach to Mm. health and wellness just has such an incredible effect, flow-on effect, you know. Mm. It's affected the way I cook for my kids. It's affected the way the relationship I have with them, how I treat exercise, Mm -hmm. how I talk to my kids about exercise. Violet and Dom see me cooking. They're up in the kitchen cooking with me. Uh, We're doing workouts. I love that so much. Isn't it cute? (laughs) So Um, good. You know, we're out on the balcony most mornings, either stretching or doing a circuit or whatever it might be. They're with me. I'm not mm-hmm. separating that time. Yeah. But I'm doing it in a I feel in a healthy way that they understand we do this because of X, Y, and Z, because we're nourishing our body, because we want to be happy. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to explain it in their language. Definitely. So I'm saying to Violet, do you love your strong, thick, healthy hair? Do you want it to grow down to the floor Ooh. like Rapunzel? <laughs> She's like, Yeah. <laughs> Said, well, you gotta eat your greens. Or, you know, you do you, you you love playing with your friends and having lots of energy? Yeah, yeah. Well, we've got to make sure we're strong and our bones are looked after. You know, these sorts of things. Absolutely. And I'm oh, trying to relate relate it to her as much as possible. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I think it just instills such beautiful values in them. And I know I actually heard on a podcast that you'd done, I forgot which one it was, but you were talking about one of your first jobs was at McDonald's. Yes. And, you know, obviously being a teenager and you're eating Maccas. And, and I really resonated with that because I, where I grew up, we had a fish and chip shop and I worked there from like 14 to 20. So I loved mm. like hot chips and a can of Coke and... But I feel like if I grew up in a really wholesome family, so you go, although that was like naughty for a little while and I was like, oh, I've got no boundaries and no one's telling me what to do. Mm. You really do go back to those values and those things that have been instilled in you by your parents later in life. So, you know, you're obviously doing such a beautiful job of of that with oh, your children and I'm thank you. sure they'll probably go through their 18-year-old so. oh, yeah. stages you know of eating dad food. Gonna, and- I know they're going to go through those stages and don't get me wrong, if we're at a birthday party or particularly if they're even with grandma, you know, I uh, sometimes it makes my blood boil. I was going to say, what is your approach <laughs> with that? <laughs> it's hard but I just let it happen and, okay. and our parents know that we choose to guide our kids in a specific way. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that if they're at a cafe and they have a baby Chino, they're going to not order the marshmallow. Like yes. Violet will still say, we had a baby Chino today and Dom had his marshmallow. And I just think, okay. 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 <laughs> but it's fine for them to have a treat every now and then and Absolutely. I get that. When they're in our guidance and mm-hmm. love and care, I'm trying the best that I can to show them why we eat the way we do mm-hmm. and to 90% of the time provide for them a really strong, healthy, nourishing environment yeah. because of all the reasons we spoke about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you've just got to go with the flow and accept that every day is not going to be perfect <laughs> and just go for it. Some days I have marshmallows and some days yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, I think it's a nice relationship as well though, letting them have those special treats with, you know, Nan and or, you know, Grandma, whatever um, they exactly. get called. Sometimes I want to have those treats. Yeah. Like, <laughs> even though true. we make healthy things, we make a healthy ice cream, we make healthy banana muffins, whatever it might be. But sometimes I want to walk past and enjoy that marshmallow <laughs> yes. with her like as a 
Because it is enjoyable, of mm-hmm. course. Definitely. But I don't, I don't want to have to be saying no all the time. Yes. So, yeah, I want to do it sometimes. Yeah, finding <laughs> that balance. <laughs> so with Mother's Day approaching, what does being a mum mean to you? I think for me it's just – it's honestly just going back to the, the simplicity of being there. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to be able to be that person that Violet, whenever she thinks she – wants to ask a question, she doesn't know something, she's scared, she's afraid, she's lacking confidence, she wants advice that I'm going to be the one she turns to. So for me it's just about being there for my kids 100% and just being that person that she turns to and looks for guidance and support and love. Oh, this is the best advice I could ever get, being 22 weeks pregnant. I'm just soaking it all up. It's so nice. You've got such an amazing journey ahead of you, honestly. You you go from this single life of like go to the movies, yeah, I'll do that, (laughs) or like we've got businesses going, great, work's going awesome, or shit week this week, and then all of a sudden you have a child and you just go, holy heck, my priorities, my all my childhood punishments are now my adult fantasies. <laughs> I want to stay home. I, I want to not go to the party. I want to, you know, yeah, be locked in cooking. my room. Like it's amazing. It's it. You just have so much more purpose with mm-hmm. a soul being yours yes. and being guided by you. And like, I still get it today, that fuzzy feeling when you look in their eyes and they're like looking back at you. And it's that butterfly effect. Oh, it's, that is so it's beautiful. It's so phenomenal. Yeah, well, it's even just funny now being pregnant, how quickly that that mind shift of like, okay, I'm doing everything now because I'm growing a human. You know, it's not about, yeah. oh, eating breakfast. What do I feel like? It's like, what does my body need right mm. now to continue to grow this baby into mm. the healthiest thing possible? And it's it's funny how quickly that shift happens. So I can't, I just can't even imagine how yeah. much more it'll happen when I'm actually holding my bubba. <laughs> but um, for any mums who are listening, who kind of struggle to feel like they can balance it all, I guess, you know, they're trying to work out and they're trying to work or have a side hustle and they've got a busy, hectic lifestyle. Mm. What would be some of your tips or something that you'd say to them? Yeah, for me, I think the best piece of advice is to always know that you, back to that age old saying, you can't give from an empty cup. You've got to nourish, take time to nourish yourself first Mm -hmm. and provide yourself with the love, the respect, the nourishment before you then can give that back. Whether that be having a cup of tea on the balcony for five minutes to start the day, whether that be scheduling once a week, I'm going to go have an acupuncture session or I'm going to go for my long walk on the beach, whatever it might be for you, what works for you, your meditation, your time with a girlfriend out, you know, having a drink or two, whatever it might be, it's always been making sure that you're fulfilling the side of you that is energizing mm-hmm. so that you can give back and always listening to your intuition. Yeah. You know, your gut and your body will always, as I said, be working in your favor and just listening to that in order to help bring that best version of yourself. Um, but from a time management point of view, I think not to be afraid to ask for help as well. That's a big thing. Like my husband is like a second mother and I always say if he had boobs, he'd be breastfeeding too. (laughs) I've heard you say that honestly before and I was like, oh, I love that. That is so beautiful. It's so true. What beautiful qualities about him that he is that type of father and that husband. And you've that's amazing. I think, you know, and not everyone has the support of a husband like that. Definitely. And so reach out to people that do, that are close to you and you can get that support Mm -hmm. from. And if not, Just do the best that you can. Don't think that you need to have everything achieved in a day or two days or you've got to have this magical world created. You know, there's going to be toys and crap everywhere. Dinner's not going to be an amazing gourmet meal every night. Some some days it's toast. You know, like just go with the flow and do the best that you can and know that just because you might think that everyone else has their shit together, they don't. And even some of the most successful people in the world, they definitely don't. You know, there's stuff that happens every day that's just a nightmare and you just go, I'm just going to breathe through this and whatever happens, happens and I'm going to put the kids into bed and tomorrow hopefully will be a better day. (laughs) 
It's so true though. And I think that's one thing I love so much about, you know, doing a podcast and listening to podcasts is Mm. that you do realise that everyone is just a real human being at the end of the day and they've all got their own, their own challenges and stresses and all of that. And it's just, we're all just doing the best that we possibly can. And, you know, some people's life might look more glamorous on, you know, social media or, you know, Mm. wherever it is that you see it or come across it, but it doesn't mean that they're not still going through those everyday daily grind of, you know, bits and pieces. And I know um, you spoke actually on Sarah Holloway's podcast and one of your stories on that was picking up um, Simba's poo out the front of yeah. your apartment one Hilarious. morning. And I was and like, well, it's so funny, but it's just, you know, it, you're still a real person <laughs> at the end of the day. We all go to the and toilet in the same way. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? <laughs> and I just, no, I thought that was such a funny little story. And yeah, I think that's what I just love about this so much. This platform is just being able to show the real part of all of these people that have inspired mm. us for so long. So, yeah. so true. But finishing up this beautiful chat, what does the future hold for you, Rachel? Oh, I honestly just want to keep doing what we're doing and just growing. And for me, it's in this beautiful place of self-discovery and learning more about really getting into the depths of my bones and my body. As weird as that sounds, but it's like I'm sitting there meditating and I kind of, I want to go even deeper. I want to become even more in tune with my environment and the surroundings and I just want to keep expanding on that and I want to let that evolve naturally. And so I'm just really playing with, as I said, keeping things simple, creating more space in my calendar because when we create more space and room and time to just be and sit on that couch and have that quiet time and just go for your walks and not have any plans in place. That's to me where the real beauty lies. Absolutely. That's where the creativity flows. Mm -hmm. That's when Rachel comes out to play and she goes, oh, wow, what what can I create? I want to be in a creative mode versus uh, attacking mode all the time. Mm Got to answer the emails. Got to be on top of this. I've got a conference call coming up. Got to be at work. Got to be with the kids. I've got to be changing nappies. I want to create more space for me to create, to evolve, and just to find more happiness. And so that's where I'm at, just trying to find more of that space. (laughs) Oh, that is so beautiful. I could honestly talk to you all day long. You are just so amazing and such a wealth of knowledge. And I cannot thank you enough for welcoming me into your home. And yeah, I just wish you all the very best. And yeah, I hope to continue the relationship. So thank you. (laughs) So gorgeous. Thank you so much, Maddie. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. For any products mentioned in today's show, please check the show notes below and hit the direct links. If you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram and send through a direct message. Until next week, don't forget to invest in you.